Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Divine Mind Group Community Call in the Orion Mind School of the Prophets. I'm Jim Davis, your moderator. Today is Sunday, the 6th of September, 2015. Tonight's speaker is Gary Ray, which is also known as the White Wolf. And brother, whenever you're ready. Okay, uh, you had asked me the question about, uh, I think you said it was your daughter had endometriosis. Really and truthfully, endometriosis is really easy to cure, not just treat. Uh, but here again, you know, we have allopaths and they're symptomologists in this country and they don't cure a damn thing, they just treat symptoms. But uh, she probably has migraine headaches with it because the uh, liver's got toxins built up and uh, as it slows down the bowel from the ileocecal flap, up the ascending colon uh, to the hepatic flexure um, and comes across at the transverse uh, colon and then turns downward at the splenic flexure and goes down towards the descending colon. The bowel slows down and so the, uh, the, the bacterial digestion uh, seeps through the bowel and is absorbed into the uh, uterus at that point. Uh, she probably has decreased uh, vaginal bacteria and bowel bac- bacteria. So uh, she really needs to be on um, a good plain yogurt uh, that has a, um, or um, um, dang, uh, all hell, it's, um, when you have fermented milk, it's, um, Keeper grains, K-E-F-I-R grains. I'd go to drinking keeper and um, um, taking and eating um, a tablespoon or two of yogurt three, four times a day. At night when she's ready to go to bed, take a, a two tablespoons of the yogurt, put it in the vagina, put on a vaginal pad and go to sleep. And what will happen is it will start rebuilding the bacteria in the bowel and in the uh, vagina. Uh, Vaginal odor will disappear. Uh, That's mainly due to the infection in the uterus. And um, uh, if they'll do that and then get Echinacea Golden Seal Immune Variety, you get it at a local health food store. Um, I take a teaspoon... uh, probably three times a day, do that for about, say, 14 days. And uh, usually in that length of time, uh, the bowel will have cleaned out, um, especially doing the coffee enemas uh, with the the increased yogurt, uh, you know, increasing the bacteria, and uh, should straighten her out. We had a lady down here that was so bad, they uh, told her that uh, they were going to bring her in in a week, a week and a half, I believe it was, and take out the uterus. 
because she had incurable endometriosis. I said, oh, bullshit. And um, they asked me, they said, well, what would you do? And I told them. And uh, so they went home and uh, told her what to do. And um, they went in to do the uh, uh, hysterectomy. And uh, I told her, I said, you make goddamn sure you tell them to check you before they do anything. And so they took her in a day early, done the test, and she had no endometriosis whatsoever. So that just kind of shot their surgery in the butt. But uh, you can take care of yourself if you're willing to. Uh, you know, I mean, if you don't, well, you won't. That's just the way it is. But that should take care of your program. Does that help you out? Yes, sir, brother. Thank you so much. I, I will pass on that to her. I appreciate that. <laughs> Quit and junk food. Get off them damn diet sodas and shit like that. Are you, who are you, are you talking to me? Yep. I'm telling you to tell her, get off them damn diet sodas and quit eating that junk food. Okay, I will do that also. She's got to be a pretty dang young woman. How old is she? She's 30. Shit, man, ain't no way she should have that. Yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't eat uh, properly. I guess I eat a lot of sweets and. Well, tell her if she wants to. If she wants to have everything cut out and it mess up her ovaries and her hormones, uh, just keep doing what the hell she's doing, and they'll take it all out. Or you can do what I told you to do there, and uh, your body will heal itself. I will do. We'll pass it on to her, brother. Thank you so much. Hello, you hammerheads. I wonder who put that on it. This shit. You still in there, Gerald brother? And, yeah, Gerald and uh, his family uh, took off and went to San Antonio for the weekend. And they carried Jacob with him. And they made him promise. He told him, he said, I could be back to class. Uh, Tuesday morning, he said, I got to be there. Okay, no problem. We'll make sure you're back. Well, they decided they wasn't coming. And so uh, they were having to do uh, an arrangement to get his little butt back to uh, Louisiana for him to go to that school Monday mo- uh, Tuesday morning. <laughs> And you can't depend on people sometimes. You know, they'll tell you all kinds of crap. Shawnee, she carries her car everywhere she goes, man. Um, she said she's done found out right quick. Don't trust nobody and don't leave it up to them to figure out how to get you home. She said, you know how to get you home. We've taught her from the time she was small. She always carries enough money. She always got her cell phone charged. And um, Misty had bought him a... Uh, a, uh, one of them uh, taser pistols, and uh, so they all packed, packed them, and 
that got close enough for Shawnee, let me tell you something. She's she's watched me take and use my fingers and thumbs and elbows and, and knees and do things to bodies. So I'm here to tell you, um, they they would be hurt. Because, <laughs> man, she'd be dangerous with them hands, feet, and knees. It's like our South Louisiana girl is uh, back in. I think she had had to go to, uh, like she said, Chambers, Texas, to visit with her sister for a birthday over the the weekend. And uh, what you got up your sleeve, Jim? Uh, I had sent you all that deal that uh, they sent me, Bob sent me, uh, about uh, the elongated skulls and so forth and the serpent priest and this and that and the other, and it kind of always makes me laugh a little bit because I'll hear him talk about the Nagul and the Naga and uh, the serpent priest and all this and that and the other. And, and, and I know that they never stop to think that a Levite is really a Leviathan or a serpentine priest. And it ain't talking about worshiping no damn devil. <laughs> It's talking about activating and using that spiraling living energy that moves and undulations like a uh, a serpent moves, and uh, and I just kind of laugh. I mean, I, it's amazing some of the crap that these people come up with in their damned ignorance. Yeah, but they're saying that the elongated skulls are the. Um I understand, but here's the deal. The only thing that elongated skull is, is that if you look, it's in the occipital region of the brain. That is the realm of sight. And yeah. uh, if you look at the shape of some of the heads, um, I knew a Chinese man at the uh, Buddhist temple that's in Houston, and uh, his head is shaped like that, or very similar to it, but it's not the elongation. It's the large uh, frontal lobes, etc. It's just a larger type of head. And um, um, these people are very gifted many times in sight. And see, um, when you look at that, uh, an individual that can see or has developed that ability... Um, as a psychic or as a prophet, whatever, um, you can see no time, no space, no distance. You see, it's 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 a matter of you developing your sensory mechanism, and then by your use of application, realizing that uh, what you initially think is just an imagination or something like that. Uh, it really isn't. It's coming from the sub-superconscious realm of the mind, and uh, pretty soon, once they practiced enough, they'll get to where those areas develop. And um, uh, Ted Ingram uh, dropped me a line. He had listened to the call from last week, and we finally got it up. And um, he said, tell Jim that he's right. I went and listened to volume one, Take 16, 17, and 18, he said, and it cleared everything right on up. 
Uh, see, a lot of these people are developing their ability to see and communicate and to alter things. It's just they don't always, and some of them can't get on the call because of where they're at and, you know, things like that. But we've got one that's in the Netherlands, and um, he evidently is doing real well. But uh, uh, I explained to him a couple times back that uh, you have to be careful what you tell family and friends. Because um, if they're not in that belief structure or they can't go there, um, man, they can cause all kinds of hell with you. You know, I mean, he's talking to devils and shit. They don't have a clue, you know. I can understand that, brother. <laughs> and um, uh, tell High Horse that he's quite welcome. I'm just being led by the, the divine mind. I mean, it. I was meditating, and that's what it said to do. And that's why I passed the vibe to everybody else. Well, I mean, yeah, that there, uh, see, this is how you help people, you know I mean? See, as you tell experiences that come to you uh, using this type of thinking, then, uh, you know, the door opens and somebody else said, wow, you know, they did that. Well, let me try that. That's come to me a couple times, you know, and they may or may not have yielded to it. And then uh, some of them, they got such an idea of the devil and Satan on their mind, uh, and, and God, they blow it into something that is not, and then they're bound by that. That becomes the diamond, the ruling divine power in their life because their belief is based, based on an error. But the mind, uh, it's the way it's set up, it creates what you and I see, think, and say, and do. And uh, as we continue to think like that, it just continues to operate. So, uh, you know, I mean, it's it's something to think about uh, uh, as you, you endeavor to help people. Uh, and I don't know why I have been having trouble with that. Um, this pair of new pair of glasses I got, I'm telling you, honest to goodness, I, I don't know if they're helping or not. Sometimes they seem like they're okay, and sometimes they seem like they need to be run down the road. Are they bifocal? Uh, no. Well, they are really uh, uh, regular clear vision, and then they have that graduated uh, down to the reader on the bottom. And um, sometimes it, I notice that uh, by wearing them, uh, my right eye is not as clear as it was because I was only, I was at um, 2020, and uh, my normal vision is um, either 2010 or 2015. I know 2015 for sure. And um, so it had just a minor correction that they put on it. But um, it has really kind of affected and and another thing is that they set it up to where you got to be a certain distance from something, you know, for it to be in focus or whatever. And um, but um, I mean, I could shoot good with them if I, you know, if I wanted to start shooting. I mean, it the long range capabilities is is good. Um, I uh, I still would have to kind of mess around with my mic mic adjustment, you know, um, on my piece, but. Um, that, that's all easy to do. I can basically do it blindfolded. Well, not blindfolded, but 
Um, I had to take a running shot one time, and um, when I fired, I hadn't checked that scope in quite a while, and um, I fired uh, six inches to the right and six inches high, and the uh, the two targets split. One went on. I wasn't after it. I was after the second target, and it turned around and went back. And um, I waited a little bit, popped my caps off, readjusted my clickage, just from where I seen the round hit. And um, it come back out and run and shot, and so I took track on it. And um, all of a sudden, it stopped. And um, I backed up and regrouped and um, lit it off. And when I lit it off, they jumped and uh, run, and as they did, um, it uh, hit right where I was aiming, but uh, further back about uh, probably about two feet, and uh, it was a pretty good distance, And uh, but uh, you get to where, you, you know, once you know your piece and your round and what your drop is and, you know, your wind and stuff like that, I mean, you learn to take calculations, and you can you can get, you can do some unique things if you're good. Yes, sir. I understand that. Uh, I was looking at that uh, thing you sent with the uh, uh, Gil Brazard, but it was also talking about uh, Caravan to Midnight. Oh, yeah. Uh, that I, I really like uh, John B. Wells. I've got to where um, um, George Norrie has got to where they're just almost bullcrappers on the sideline. And uh, they're they're not really having any real good info. Uh, about forty percent of the time, uh, that Clyde Lewis will have uh, some pretty good useful information. God, they get off into hunting ghosts and all kinds of crazy shit. I mean, you know, sometimes they, like I said, though, they got some real good information. But that Gil Broussard, um, I think that coon ass is from down around uh, Lafayette down in there, and um, um, he um, he's pretty sharp. I got to hand it to him, brother. Uh, yeah, I, I was I was looking at his stuff, and like he says, you know, this is not just say so. This is fact. He said I he went over to uh, China, uh, Korea, and Japan through their ancient records. Then he went over to the Middle East and a few other places. And he said, I mean, and he explains what's going on and what happened during Joseph's long day and all that, and a bunch yeah. of others. Yeah, and, that's uh, true. Uh, and also, uh, see, he, his regular reading Bible is um, uh, a translation that comes out of South Africa, and uh, it's much more accurate uh, with the definitions. It's got the original uh, sacred name uh, rendition of either YHVH or WH. Uh, in, in the text so that you know what it is. And um, see, Lord has a couple of designations. One of them is like an English Lord, and uh, one of them is yod hey bob hey. Um, and see, most people say it as a name, and when they say name, they don't really realize that it's telling them the nature and the characteristics of an act uh, that occurs because God's a spirit, so it's got to be a mental act. And yes. uh, once you understand the formula and you put it in operation, well, then uh, 
um, you can change and do a lot of things. But see, these are the things that they really have done their best to keep uh, to keep hidden. And um, see, even if you took the the book of thought and uh, understood what you were reading, you could get the same things. Uh, that's kind of like the secret and. Then they would use uh, sex magic and things like that. And so that there is the sacred bed and the agape love feast. But see, these Christians today, that, they don't know what the hell that means. Oh, that's no. the devil. That's more, that's immoral. That's this. That's all. They, they need to sit down and shut the thunder up. No, I agree with you, brother. I mean, I was listening to the the Kabbalion, the audio <laughs> uh, on the Kabbalion. I mean, they have a lot of stuff in there. I mean, it goes right down the line of what you're teaching. Yeah, uh, Iowa Hawk writes, uh, Yehovah, too, uh, Y-E-H-O-V-A. Uh, it's missing an H because you have to have the vab on the end. And uh, E, the A, um, um, uh, the H, I mean, things like that are very similar. It depends on how they, they uh, transliterate it. Um, and uh, then, you know, or translate it. So, uh, but he's in the ball game. It's like Yahushua ben Yosef, or you'll hear him say Yavashua uh, Hamashiach, or Yavashitkanu, Yavashama, you know, and, and it's telling you uh, that formula is how you develop righteousness or how you develop peace or how you develop the knowledge of the oneness of the creator within and your connection. So we're the temple. But see, the, when the Pope said it's a dangerous thing for people to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, even teaching it like they teach it, if they knew that uh, Jesus there is Zeus, and yet it's really referring to an enlightened state of the conscious mind, and Christ is the chrisming effect that occurs in the brain once the pineal gland is activated. Well, if you have that personal relationship, that means you just move the folks ass out of the way. Or well, we don't need him any damn how. I agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah we're, must throw number nine. It sure must. We're the only ones that can separate ourselves from the Creator by not applying and doing the divine law of the creator. We yeah, have walk. I mean, uh, you, we couldn't be separated except in our mind. Yes. If we, if they were, um, you in time past were alienated from the commonwealth and the covenants of, say, the gospel, the gospel, or the good news. How? You were alienated in your mind. But now, when now, he has reconciled you and brought you nigh. So it's brought you close to the higher understanding. So if you had the Holy Ghost, you in reality had a right mind. Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost, same type of thing. And see, that is the feminine aspect, and the feminine aspect in the brain is more acclimated to a right side orientation because that is more your psychic or your gifted capabilities. And then you'll hear uh, preachers get up and they, they speak against it because either they don't know or they don't want you to know. But um, um, anyway, uh, you know, that's kind of the way things are. 
And see, as the people get to where they hear this, it's like, how many times did you hear something before you finally caught on to what was really being said? Uh, how far did you go uh, before you were able to start using it or acclimating it? See, that was one of the great things about going through Silva and then me with that religious experience uh, or spiritual experience at that same time because, man, it just put everything together. And uh, when I started reading the scripture, you know, and just going back completely through it, like I, I went through the New Testament, I think it was 27 times in three months. And um, I got to where I could take and teach the entire New Testament just out of the old. I never had to leave it. Well, when you learn to see how it interprets itself, and if it's a jackass over here, and it'll tell you what a jackass is, and then you read another jackass over there, well, it explains what that jackass is. And um, see, like it'll give you a name, okay? The uh, When Joshua got ready to go into the land of Canaan, he couldn't go in until those people had filled up the cup of their own wrath. Well, who, does, who, who fills it up? They do. We give unto ourselves every good or every calamitous evil thing. How? Because it comes out of the abundance of our own heart. So we got to be the dummy that's creating it, or we got to be the genius that's understood it and changed the application. And um, uh, so when you when you realize that, then it gives a name. This will leave, I mean, not uh, that's the ten uh, toes right there, but uh, the Hivite, the Jebusite, the Perizzite, and all the other Ites, Vites, and Sites. If you look them up in the Strong's Exhaustive Concordance in the Hebrew section, and it'll give you a definition basically of what all of them, and you'll, if you'll pay attention, it'll give you or reveal the state of mind that that name is, is revealing. So if you had everything as a fear-based state of thinking, well, perfect love casts aside all fear. But if you've got fear, you're going to attract that because that's what you keep holding up, you know, before your face. Uh, you're holding up the unclean thing, the fear, the, the separation. Um, and see, if you listen to people, they talk about being prayer warriors. Just listen to them and listen to how they pray. You can tell real quick whether they're a prayer warrior or not. Because uh, uh, they're usually always begging for God to do something. Well, if they're doing that, they're saying that it's not done. They're automatically saying it can't be. And uh, But they don't understand the, the significance of their words because they've been taught it's so literal. It, uh, it's such a, a literal interpretation, you know. And um, see, it says, without a parable, he didn't speak unto Israel. And then you get to Romans 7, I believe it is, and he tells you that the story of Abraham, Sarah, and Hagar are allegories. Well, what is that? That's another story with a hidden and or veiled meaning. There's something else behind that. And so as you begin to look in these simple things, so you can find the keys, the keys of heaven and earth, and all the doors and all the locks are in your own mind. And so what you're doing is that as you get the understanding, the wisdom, the knowledge of, uh, that comes with it, uh, uh, then you're going to begin to unlock those states of limitation, and all of a sudden the good thing will come unto you. Hey, Wybul. What do we really know other than we don't know much of anything? 
But you see, you can go in. This is why, like a remote viewer, boy, the government was a prime example to teach you that men that didn't know a damn thing about a target or what was going on somewhere, they would give them just a number on a piece of paper and uh, not even let them know what the target was. And it would just have a target associated with that number. And they would learn and teach them how to just look in the mind, just a thought. And as they would do that, all of a sudden, man, they could draw pictures out. And um, we even taught them how to, to create a language, a picture language, so that they could have a fast uh, little symbol they could scratch out for uh, a computer or uh, uh, waterfalls or, uh, you know, buildings or trees or whatever. And uh, then we taught them how to do a 360 on that thing, how to go in, taste it, touch it, smell it, tell what the texture is of the building, what's the depth of it. And, and so you become the dowser, if you will, with your own mind. And um, see, all of these things are things that you can do. We all have the divine mind. It's just that we've been taught not to believe it. Hey, White Wolf. Yeah. Am I in there? I hear you. Okay, I didn't know if y'all had me muted or not. How you doing, brother? Come again? I said, how you doing? Yeah, this is. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Let me cut this air conditioner off so I can hear you. Okay, I'm trying to speak up. Was I not speaking into my phone enough? Do what now? Does it sound better now? I'm trying to speak more into my phone. Yeah, uh, well, I had that air conditioner blowing and going right there above my head. And uh, what section in Strong's? Well, if you look for the Old Testament, the Hivite and the Perizzite and the Jebusite, it's going to be back... uh, um, um, at the end of Deuteronomy uh, and Joshua coming in, it'll be in the Hebrew section. What you might do is just look under names and go back there and run down the references in the Old Testament and Joshua and Deuteronomy. You see the Hivite, the Jebusite, the Perizzite, and it's going to give you about seven or so of them. And um, it'll tell you where to go for each one of those. You look up that specific name in each of those verses, at that specific verse. And it will give you the definition for that word term. Did that help you out, Matt? Um, did, I'm not sure. I hadn't really asked you a question yet. I thought you were answering somebody else's question. Well, I did. I did right then, but. Uh, um, anyway, how y'all perking? I, I understand uh, Lulu told me that uh, Little Bird and y'all are doing pretty good last week, and I assume that you are now. I'm just taking it easy. I'm staying off of this leg. And uh, uh, Sandra had sent me uh, that um, teaching link on the Lost Book of Archimedes, and uh, man, it had a bunch of historical linkages, and so I would hit little topics that I wanted to study. And then I'd bookmark them. And um, so uh, as I bookmarked the different ones, well, consequently, there'd be a new sidebar, and it'd have more videos on it. Man, for two couple days there, boy, I was studying. Matter of fact, I was doing it today. And, uh, you know, different topics in there from the Vatican to, you know, countries around the world, ancient history, I mean, all kinds of stuff. 
But, uh, yeah, I've just been, you know, staying off of my leg and uh, doing the ion cleanses on them and uh, using raw honey on it when I bandage it out. That raw honey really does work. I've just about regrew all the skin on the left leg, except right in the main center. Um, it's going to freak them out when I go up there. Every time I go and they get a picture, they'll see it and it'll scare them. And then they send me for tests, and then the time I get up there for them to look at it, I've already got the damn thing healed. It just blows them away. Yeah, they can't. They can't use uh, can't wrap them well, science around what they've been taught in medical school because they're they're limited on what they're taught, I believe. And I, I mean, I'm saying those doctors, a lot of them are smarter than I am when it comes to physiology and the breaking down the body and the different systems and things like that. But I just think that. There's a certain thing that they're, they're, if it's really good, they're not even allowed to tell you about it, you know? That's <laughs> That's exactly, that is correct. That is correct. They're not allowed to tell you. They're not allowed to do it. And I've had them tell me, Burbank said, you know we can't do that. And I said, yeah, I know. And uh, But uh, anyway, you know, oh. I mean, if you don't take um, charge of your own health, just like if you don't take charge of your own um, your idea of salvation or your own mind, then don't worry about it. But there's nobody out there going to stand in the gap and look out for you better than you. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Learn that in the Army, you nobody, nobody knows how to take care of you better than you, especially on the battlefield. Unless, Well, in your case, you guys got some good team medics. They can do just about damn anything. But <laughs> um, I did have a question for you, though, if you don't mind. Come on, who now? I had a question for you, if you don't mind. No, go ahead. Um, cell salts. I've been doing a little bit of research on them, not very extensively. I'm just getting into it. I watched a couple of things uh, Santos Bonacci had put out there on YouTube, um, a couple other sources on the Internet. I'm still in the in the early study phase, but do you know anything about the 12 cell salts in relation to the Zodiac and 12? Uh, systems of the body and just the whole thing started tying in together and I kept thinking about you always talk about the 12 faculties of thought just everything was 12 12 12 and it kind of was just adding up so I was wondering if you had had any experience knowledge or you know anything with these types of cell salts I, I have done some studies with uh, a cell phone see like uh, especially these new smartphones no no um, cell salt Cell salts? Cell salts. Uh, like there's 12, they say there's 12 cell salts. They call them cell salts. Oh, yeah, each... you're talking about, you're going You're going back to the doctor that developed the cell salt uh, from the Civil War. Um, and yeah, you can take those in certain combinations. They used to sell them, but I think that uh, pharmacy that was up in Kansas seemed like they went out of business. But, I've been um, able to find them on Amazon and stuff like that, but I'm trying to do a little more research and ask around a couple of people I know who've had some experience with them because the way that this uh, Bonacci fellow is breaking it down on these videos is uh, he, he's saying that each each body, like, you, you know, if you're whatever your astrological sign is, like, for instance, I'm a Capricorn. Um, so I, naturally, because of the alignment to the stars universally, something that I really don't understand, to be honest with you, but the, you, because of your birth sign and when you're born specifically, you naturally will lack these three salts. And 
you know, and they're saying that it's, and there's a book. I got a book. It's coming from Amazon. I, I kind of can't wait to get into it and see what it's got and really search it out. But I'm just trying to find some other people that may have some experience or have some knowledge in relation to the cell salt stuff. Well, I, I do know that uh, the zodiac or zoological calendrical signs uh, do affect people, their personalities, uh, including their body health. And you're a Capricorn. What are you born? Somewhere close to uh, the 20th uh, to the end yeah. of uh, December? Yes, January 10th. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right in that game. And uh, um, the girl is uh, the 22nd of December, and so consequently he's he's on the cusp of Capricorn Sagittarius. And um, their personalities, the way they think and process, uh, when you said that, you made me think because um, of situations that you had to deal with, and that mm-hmm. is one of the anomalies that would be at that particular time frame. But it's nothing that you can't overcome. You know, once you're aware of it, um, you just change your way of thinking or your program, and um, consequently you uh, put it uh, in complete operation. Okay. Okay. I think I understand you on that. Um, well, thank you for that. I guess I'll just go ahead and, and do a little extra research on it and see if I can't pull anything good and, you know, send it on to you and maybe Jim and a couple other folks and see, you know, see what anybody thinks of it. Hopefully it's anything good that will help anybody, you know? Yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, um, I know they were just putting out a deal they were showing uh, here in the last, say, 60 days. Uh, or at least it popped up on the server down here. And uh, it was on the Yahoo Mail or the Yahoo Info. And uh, they were showing uh, the type of uh, longevity or body's diseases or tendencies for this and that and the other. And they have it by category. And, see, that's the same thing they do when they deal with insurance. Uh, They would do a profile on an individual for insurance purposes. And based upon past history, um, date of birth, etc. they could tell, generally speaking, whether that individual was a good uh, insurance uh, risk or not. And so they could tell real quick you know, whether they wanted to insure them or what the uh, the uh, the rate would be. But see, today what they want to know is how much money you got in the bank, and uh, it ain't really on the basis of what you need or don't need. It's the fact that... Uh, uh, oh, hell, you know, come on down. Uh, oh, you got that? Well, you need this right here. This kind of coverage you need. And it, it ain't yeah. the kind of coverage you need at all. It's just that uh, that's the kind of coverage you need so they can make extra money. And uh, so that, that's <laughs> yeah. more, like, more like death insurance, ain't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, stuff like that. And uh, um, the best thing you could do is probably buy gold and silver and stash it back. Because before long, they can say what they want. Gold and silver is going to be here. It's been here for thousands of years. And the only reason that it's deflated or what it's still deflated even uh, when it was a 2,000 an ounce. Um, um, I had a dream several years ago and it showed me how much money to set back to buy the swamp. And um, it was in gold. And I thought, damn. Because at that time, I could buy gold for anywhere from 250 to $400 an ounce, you know. And um, I was getting silver from uh, 4 dollars to 6 dollars 
And, uh, man, I was just, you know, walking the dog. And uh, anyway, uh, uh, people kept saying, well, that ain't worth nothing. It ain't this. You can't buy that and so forth. So on. It reminded me of the story of Sodom and Gomorrah in the book of Jasher, uh, how they uh, would steal a person's gold and silver. They wouldn't let them buy nothing, but where they'd take it and redivide it. And so uh, I... Uh, I started setting enough back to buy that entire swamp. And um, then uh, uh, everybody was, you know, getting their money and all. They thought they had this and they thought they had that. And I knew damn good and well they had Federal Reserve notes, which in reality is a military pay currency, and that uh, they were being, uh, they were not being paid. Uh, but you couldn't explain that to them, so they would put down that they had income uh, and there's a, a Supreme Court case, American Bank of Trust versus Dallas, U.S. Supreme Court, 1984, that a Federal Reserve note is not taxable as wages and or income because it is neither. Uh, it is a debt, and a debt cannot pay a debt. So you've never been paid. Yeah, that's about it. Pretty, it's funny because everybody's so concerned about the capital and the money and the whole money system and most of them don't even know that this paper really ain't worth shit. <laughs> Use my language. Well, that's why I always told them. You can start a fire with it, and you can wipe your ass. I mean, <laughs> that's about what it's worth. Yes, sir. Um, I kind of came on the call a little bit late. I heard you and Jim discussing uh, a type of scripture I, from the way I heard it, you were saying that it kind of broke things down a little bit better even than maybe the King James? Oh, so. yeah, much better. Uh, you have to get it out of uh, out of uh, South Africa. Um, the lady that introduced me to it the first time was a woman named Sharon Nix. And uh, I had read it, and, uh, and uh, I'm terrible, man. When I read a book, I mean, I've got a magic marker and a pen, and I'll put out highlight whatever, you know, when I'm reading. I mean, you can tell when I've been to a book. And um, it's kind of like I've got some books on certain topics, and uh, um, I put the codes in and, you know, the projects and different things that it went to and what they were doing there and this and that and the other. And I told B and them, I said, whatever y'all do, I said, don't you ever let them books get out of the house. I said, there's reference material there that if y'all wanted to write a book, I said, you've got enough information that you could you could write on any topic. And I said, and if you'll notice, all these books reference all these other books, you know. And uh, so it was uh, um, it, it was just a way of uh, of augmenting. And so I told her, I said, I don't recall that book. And she wrote back and sent me a picture. And uh, she said, well, you've read this book. And... Uh, I said, are you sure? She sent it back to me, the picture, and it says, that's your footnote and highlight, isn't it? And I read it, and I said, yeah, sure is. Yep, I've read it. <laughs> but it's, I've read so many books over the years, honest to God, but uh, it's a real good book. Uh, um, it can be kind of expensive. Now, Gil Broussard on that one video there on Caravan to Midnight, uh, seems like he gives you the name of that Bible, and um, I know he does. And you can put it up on the web and see if you can do a search on it. I'm not sure what it would cost you. I used to buy the uh, 1599 yeah. Geneva 
Um, Do you have the name uh, of it? it? Or, huh? It, what's the name of this? this I, I don't. I don't recall the name of it. Oh, uh, okay, okay. <laughs> that's why I said it's on that tape. I said I don't care about the mil- at midnight. Well, I got it. I got, I got all your emails saved in a file. I'll just have to go to go to fishing through and find it. But well, not, I know been, I've got it's it. Been, it's been within the last thirty days that I sent it to you. I'm sure. Okay, and, that'll be uh, easy then. Huh? That'll be easy then if it's only thirty. Yeah, days. and uh, but I, I used to give away cases of those uh, those Bibles. Uh, I'd buy them from New Zealand, and uh, man, it cost me as much for shipping as it did for the price. Oh, of the book. are you the Colburn? Yeah, I gave Colburn. It's not the Colburn though. I, I'd give those away. I've got everybody in this family's got one. And then I give them to people all over the country, and then somebody would borrow one to, to from somebody to read it, and hell, they never would give it back to the people they borrowed it from. So um, I just told them from now on. I said, friend, if you get one, you better hang on to it. Don't loan it out to anybody. But that one that Sharon has is the one that Broussard uses, and it gives uh there there are certain words that are more accurate. It's kind of like there is a particular Zondervan. Um, interlinear um, Greek to English, and when you read in there where it says "render unto Caesar that which is Caesar's," it really means killing. And uh, boy, they took that and went off. And I mean, you have to know somebody that's got one to get it because uh, it gave the real translation, you know, or transliteration of what it meant. And all the rulers ain't into that shit. See, that's why so much of the King James. It says submit and subject yourself to the state. You better figure out who wrote that. They rebuilt that, man, for the Roman Empire's advantage. Yes, they did. Matter of fact, uh, they just, uh, uh, Francis just pissed off a bunch of people. And he told them Jesus Christ and something else about Christianity wasn't correct. It was incorrect. It was a lie. It was a fraud. And um, uh, then uh, when he told them about that it was a terrible thing for them to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, the people people just, I mean, they dropped their job because they didn't understand, and uh, he wouldn't elaborate. Now, you've got to remember now, brother, he is a high Jesuit. Uh, you, you understand? He ain't just a pope. He is a high Jesuit. And um, I would say he's probably right there just under the black Jesuit general of the uh of the Jesuitcy, the Society of Zeus. Are those the folks that run the Vatican you're speaking of? or? Yeah, Vatican, and uh, see, the ancient name for the goddess over the Vatican was where the necropolis is, and um, her name was Vatica, so they call it the Vatican, uh, the site of Vatica. And uh, the seven hills uh, of Rome is the seat of Isis, and see, the Pythonic priestesses were there, and those are hoary priestesses, and a hoary priestess goes back to uh, uh, Horus, the golden divine falcon, which is the symbol for fast feeding sight. And there's where your occipital regions of the brain come in on uh, the extended um, um, cephalic. Uh, regions of the skull when you see the elongations and so forth. I mean, uh, and see, that's in the, in the Mayan culture, Inca, 
and um, all over, uh, and it's all over the world, man. It's in South America, Peru. Um, you've got it in China. Um, you've got it in Africa. You've got it. It's everywhere. They have just shut down so much of that information. I don't know about it being in Braille. I have no idea. I never did buy one of them. It was a good Bible. It was just I already had like, God, I must have had between, uh, I had 39, well, I had 39 translations when we come out of San Antonio uh, in the late 80s. I had over 39 translations in, and hell, I've got more than that now. So, I, I mean, I don't know how many Bibles I have of different types. I wanted to get on there and uh, get that Colvern Bible, but I kind of wanted to get some insight before I ordered the wrong one because I seen I was looking in between eBay and Amazon, and they had it broke down to the individual books the way they were making it look. Uh, yeah, and not really a complete, you know, uh, Colvern Bible, so to speak. So I didn't no, I've know. Got, I've got the. The one that comes from the Coldy, uh Society of the Coldies, um, um God, there's a guy, um, man, he he bought the rights to it, too, and it sells it, but I, I'm not sure it's complete like mine is. Um, but uh, mine is about an 11 by 14 or maybe a little bit bigger, and it's a good uh, inch, inch and a quarter thick. And um, man, it tells you it tells you all kinds of things. It's really a great a great uh, Bible. It was the Bible of the Chaldees, Cathars, and the Gnostics in reality. And see, uh, when you're dealing with the people of the Chaldees and the Cathars, they were called the healers. And see, that's where the Book of Love came in, the Book of Amore. And uh, so. Um, the, the love and the compassion and things of that nature. And and uh, the Catholic Church has never been into that because, you see, that's the Roman Empire's church and uh, what it's evolved into at present time. Yeah, see, it's like, look, Egyptian texts of the Bronze Book, the first six books of the Colvin Bible, and then they got some Planet X on the Colburn Bible connection. Well, just a minute. Let me click mine up over here. Oh, come here. Where you at, big baby? The Colburn, and if it, you look at it, it has the vaginal knots on it. Uh, and where the, uh, the copyright 1994 by Hope Trust, published by Hope Trust. Type setting by the Free Fellowship Press, P.O. Box 288, Thames, T-H-A-M-E-S, New Zealand. Printed by Goldfields Print Limited. The ISBN for the hardcover is 0958331313-3. Dash two, and it has uh, the book of creation, the book of gleanings, the book of scrolls, 
the book of the Sons of Fire, the book of Manuscripts, the book of Morals and Precepts, the book of Origins, uh, uh, or the um, real book, uh, the book of the Silver Bow, the book of uh, Lucius, the book of Wisdom, and the Written Book. Thank you very much for that. I appreciate it. You bet. But uh, I really like mine. Mine, I, I have to be careful with it because I've, I've worn it pretty heavy. But uh, it's it's a kind of a um, it's kind of a dark menstrual blood red with gold embossing on it. You know, what I mean. And it's really, with a symbol, if you know what it is, it's telling you it's the book of Amore, the book of love. mean that who wrote the book of love and then you had uh, who was it uh Dean Martin Amore whoa 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 <laughs> anyway whatever but uh what else you got folks Wicked Game by Chris Isaac. <laughs> well, well, well. Seems like there's things rapping and the tapping as it's coming down the pike. Yeah, old Dino. Dean Martin. You know, he really he really had a good voice. Yeah, they did. Um uh, old Dean Martin. I like him. He used to be um Dino uh I think uh, the trumpet man um uh, on Sergeant Fury from the comics, way back DC comics, with old Sergeant Fury and the Easy Company. And uh, I always kept that hair comb comb back, you know. Oh, yeah. He's always standing on the corner watching the girls go by. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 I think he knew a little secret there. Well, Apollyon, you can look it up. Um, it's it's kind of the dark angel in a sense, and yet um, Abaddon and different ones, you've got different time names, uh, you know, and what they associate with them. Um, see, like most people, they're so against Lucifer, they don't understand that they're really talking about their own Messiah. And uh, man, you're listening to all Lucifer, the devil, Satanist, and 
all the devil and Satan is is an adversary in a state of mind. Um, and uh, Luke 10 will prove that to you uh, on devil um, because he called them spirits. They called them devils. And yet it was the, if you look it up, it goes and it shows you that it is um, an unclean or an unregenerated mind. Once they instructed them, and prayed for them, then they could raise the dead and heal the sick and cast out devils because they were casting out the erroneous thought that had those people controlled. And, um, uh, I mean, you got different things. You know, each of these cultures from Greece and and then in Rome, and uh, then some of that is a different term that they used in Egypt or in another place. And um, a, a lot of times they're talking about the same thing. It's just in a different country. Yes, sir. No, it doesn't. It uh, it enhances that orgasm because. See, if, if you in, uh, ignite the kundalini gland uh, in the cave, see, if Moses went into the cave, he went into the uh, the uh, the cave of the kundalini gland, and that would be like the cave of the serpent, and it would cause the stimulation up the spine, opening the chakra gates, etc. When that occurs and it gets to the brain, they're going to have a full-body orgasm but the uh, the uh, gate of sight will open into a visionary state. Now, you can assist the woman if you carry her to that level and help her be able to maintain and keep the gate open until she learns and develops the mechanism for being able to, uh, to access that realm or zone of thought. And uh, consequently, if the G-spot is stimulated correctly, she could have anywhere from say, one to three and maybe up to four orgasms, and the fifth one would develop into the full body shot uh, and the squirt. And so uh, after she's done that once or maybe even twice, uh, her tension, uh, anxiety, stuff like that's going to disappear. I know of women that have literally started developing arthritis uh, in their joints because they're so sexually frustrated. And uh, matter of fact, I was up at the VA, and um, I had a lady that uh, um, I was communing with there, talking, explaining, and running energy on, and uh, she had arthritis in her left knee and in both of her hands, and uh, they had started knotting up and stuff like that, so I told her what to do to get rid of them, run energy on her, and um, I mean, you know, it just shocked her, and finally she said, oh my God. She said, it, it, it's almost scary to meet someone that knows so much about you and they've never seen you and, 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 and never asked a question. Just start telling me. And um, I said, ma'am, I said, um, this is the situation. This is what you can do to remedy it. And so I explained to her about the squirt. You know, I apologized to her before I did. I said, ma'am, I don't mean to, you know, tell you something that's going to make you feel bad. I said, but... Uh, this is what needs to happen. I said, and your husband may be a good man and all this and that and the other. I said, but most men in this country are just goddamn dumb. They don't know a damn thing, honey. 
And um, I said, if they haven't studied some of this knowledge, uh, you can't teach something you don't know. I mean, they may stumble on it, like Wade says, every now and then even a blind squirrel can find an acorn. But uh, uh, you you got to be able to find that acorn more than one time. And uh, so I explained to her, and I said, if you'll pick, pop your ticket two or three or four times and go to the point that you squirt, I said, a few times, I said, and this damn arthritis shit will start backing off, and then you get this kind of diet and do this and using the apple cider vinegar and so forth, and then I run energy, and all of a sudden the pain left her body. She didn't hurt anymore. And I said, also, I said, you have a liver involvement. And I said, and it's going to get hot right here. And she said, oh, my God. And, uh, you know, because it, it was just blowing her mind. But, uh, man, when you dial into somebody and you're close to them and you've developed and you've meditated, your mind's going to start feeding you the answers and and the suggestions of what to do. And if you learn to just flow with it, that energy, oh, I, Surely, 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 surely. you should feel that energy right now. It should be like loose pimples everywhere. Legs, arms, see, it's all over. Now, if you can amplify that, let's say that you go to the state that you've got a prayer request or a thing that you want done, and you activate that energy through breath, and then you trigger that orgasm with it and fall off into that orgasm, seeing everything done, feeling it done complete. You just amplified that from, say, a picture's worth a 1,000 words to 10,000 to 100,000 and maybe a million uh, amplitude. And so you can make that thing happen way quicker. And this is why the sacred bed and the agape love feast and and uh, the sacred children that were born, uh, your thoughts are a child when they manifest. I hope that uh, kind of helped you out there, uh, Meta Truth. Yeah, uh, uh, Greece was for the Macedonians, that's Alexandria. Um, and the Greeks were known as Spartic, uh, Spartacus or Spartic, uh, Spartans. And uh, anyway, uh, uh, Rome conquered Greece, that's correct. And see, when you look at the, the legs, the two legs of iron with the feet and toes of iron and clay, you're looking at the Greek Orthodox and the uh, Roman Orthodox. Uh, that's your two legs of Christianity. The uh, ten toes are the Suevi, the Burgundians, the Visigoths, the Astrogoths, the Almeani, the Lombards, the Heruli, the Vandals, the Saxons, uh, the Burgundians, etc. Anyway, there's ten of them. And uh, those are the ten toes, part iron and part clay. In other words, they were fighting and breaking up with Rome. And then when Rome was subjugated, what was it, uh, 16, 1700, something like that, well, really with Napoleon or one of his generals, and uh, they brought the Pope back to France. Um, and see, uh, they had received a deadly wound there in one sense. Another sense, it was when Constantine moved the seat or the head of authority from Rome, uh, Roma, uh, to uh, Constantinople and um, in Turkey. And um, see, this, this is where you get these different divisions of what you're reading when people go in to go, to go to prophecy. Some of them don't know enough history, 
to know what was going on when. Sometimes you're seeing a um, a cycle because there's nothing new under the sun. That which was is yet future. That which is yet future is that which has already been. I mean, so you have to stop and think about what it is that you're seeing, saying, and thinking. Um, the U.S. military has lost several special forces and other uh, operatives uh, endeavoring to uh, get uh, the time portal or spacecraft of uh, Zoroaster um, out of uh, the the rock in Afghanistan. So, I mean, there, there's a lot of things that's here. Uh, see the Ishtar Gate uh, in Babylon. Uh, the Ishtar Gate, uh, notice it had a blue uh, coloration on it. Well, if you were uh, um, the Mandan or you were in certain tribes in Israel, uh, if you were a priest, you had to wear, if you wore tassels on the bottom of your garment, they had to be interwoven with blue. And see, so if you looked at the Mandan and different ones that's in the United States and the Native American tribes, You'll see them wearing those colors, and those colors are indicative of the commandments and the instruction that was given by Moses way back when. But see, here again, see, people don't, they don't see that. They don't know that. Man, if you program your mind right, I guarantee you it will show you and you can pull a Catherine Ponder. You can pull a, oh, man, what's that woman? Um, um, she wrote those books, several books, uh, The Game of Life. Uh, uh, Francis Goble Shin, uh, Dr. Joseph Murphy. I mean, there, there's, a, there's a lot of truth out there that if you put it together, even, even the secret has many aspects of truth where they use a sigil. Um, you know, a drawing, a cartoon, a, a, a picture board. To um, to create, you know what it is, uh, yeah, Francis Goble Shin. <coughs> it's Francis or Florence Goble Shin. Yeah, that's that's what it is, Florence Goble Shin. I wasn't trying to correct you, brother. I just. Yeah, well, I mean, I I may have said it wrong. I mean, um, I was sitting there thinking and reading and so forth. Um, yeah, Shin, S-H-I-N-N. Quit confessing that, 13. It ain't screwing up your damn head unless you allow it. Put a goddamn bubble around your head. Use your divine mind. Protect yourself going and coming. You're getting up, you're laying down. You're going out, you're coming in. Your asses, your camels, you're kind. If you don't have nothing, shit, go get something else and do something with it. Quit claiming that you're getting your ass kicked, man. Damn. I don't want to go scrap no damn battle with you if you're going to sit there and talk that way. We have to get your ass squared away for me and you get on the team. Well, by our words, we're justified, and by our words, we're condemned. That's it, man. Let me tell you something. When them boys sitting out there, they start hollering, they're so short, man, they can't see over their shoelaces, and 
there's a bullet looking for him. Oh, man, I'm ready to get him a smoker and get his ass out of here. I agree with that. Well, let me tell you something. You get to where you can learn a man. You can smell fear on a man. And then you can you you can tell when someone is just too damn competent, overconfident, man. That'll get you killed too. Uh, it's just you just you just have to learn to guard over your thoughts. It said guard over your own heart. The only way you can do that is to guard your thinking. When something comes up, it's not what you want. Cancel, cancel, cancel. Run that thing out. Uh, just orgasm your way through life. Hell yeah, man. I mean to tell you one thing about it, you'll have a hell of a good time. And if you learn how to do that right, you will build up and increase your energy. If you're a woman, and uh, see when it says that uh, um, certain ones, they would not give seed unto Israel. Well, the prostaglandin that is emitted from the prostate gland in a male uh, that particular enzyme, etc., is highly needed in a woman's body. It helps her to rejuvenate. And so um, there are certain things that, uh, see, in, in the squirt, um, the urethra runs through that gland in a woman. And it's very similar in some respects to the uh, prostaglandin and the operation of the prostate in a man. But uh, I think it's called the skeins gland. The what? I think it's called the skeins gland, S-K-E-N-E-S. Well, you tell a woman that, you might as well just tell her a G-spot. She knows what that is. And if you oh, don't, yeah. it's kind of like I explained to that lady. I said, ma'am, I said, uh, in case you're wondering, I don't know if you've ever found the squirt or had one or not. I said, but if you haven't, it's time you get started. And um, I said, uh, what happens is that when you reach inside the vagina, it'll be an inch and a half to two inches inside, right up at the top, maybe the bone there if you're thin enough, and you can reach up and the skin will be just a little bit different. And I said, if you gently begin to ma- uh, massage that and kind of trip your ticket there with the, uh, your external ticket to clip with your thumb, I said... Uh, Things will go to happen, and I said, and all of a sudden, it may get to where you're feeling like you're going to pee. I said, ma'am, it is not pee. Just let the damn thing go, and you'll learn that, damn, you want it to go off every time you can. And you'll find out that your tension, your headaches, and when you uh, are going out somewhere and you really want to look great, I said, man, if you pop your ticket a couple times like that, I said, man, when you go out, you're going to glow. They don't make a makeup man that can take up and make up for that kind of a facial uh, effect. And she kind of giggled. That's that's good. That's good. Well, I hope she took your advice. Do what? I said, I hope she took your advice. I'm sure she did, because it blew her doors off, uh, Especially when I could tell her what was wrong and what was this, and I told her, I mean, it, it just she just sat there with her mouth uh, open, you know, she was catching flies. But uh, when she stopped hurting after I run it, um, see, when I run that energy, I knew it was a good thing she was sitting down uh, because some of them, their see their battery. I explained to her that uh, people don't die of cancer. Uh, 
they have no electrical current. And um, so I explained, you know, the use of lemons because they're high in lithium and uh, that when you trip this ticket, um, you release. And see, that's why in the late 1700s, um, they developed uh, the dildos and things of that nature for the women. Um, and so uh, they used to all go down to the doctor, you know, to get their headache relieved. And uh, sometimes he uh, worked them over one way, and sometimes he worked them over another. And then uh, finally them doctors, where they couldn't work them all over, you know, they developed something else to kind of help them down the road. But that was the situation. That's where um, um, a... Um, hysterectomy comes from hysteria it's because they're not getting off sexually i mean hell that's it you know if you damn up the dam i'm telling you after a while something's gonna break i, I feel like you sent an email about, about the uh the history of the, the i guess the dildo so to speak of the sex toys things like that Cause i remember reading that i don't know if it was from you or somebody else but i think it might have been you yeah, I sent out all kinds of stuff. I sent out stuff of uh, uh, this is not your mother's uh, um, sexual uh, book or catalog or something like that. Yeah, uh, Gipsy and I cl- uh, collaborated on some great information, and uh, and the man Gypsy's really a good researcher. She's a fine young lady, and um, uh, anyway. You know, down south, if you got a real good hot hot rod and a fast motor, they'll say, "Man, you got a hot mare under that hood." <laughs> what time I meant it as a compliment. <laughs> it's upset her, and I told her, "I said, boy, you are a hot mare, honey." <laughs> Brother, earlier oh, did man. you say you blew her drawers <laughs> off or her drawers off? Well, uh, if you blow the doors out, the doors are off. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but that is—that is the Skeens gland, S K E N E apostrophe S, and number fourteen put it up for you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, um, see, and this is the situation. Um, uh, another thing is that, see, a, a lot of people, you know, I mean, uh, a man, uh, uh, he can go to full race ball, you know, pop of a finger. And that woman, she's got to take a little bit to get that motor started. Uh, but, damn, I tell you what, if you'll take the time and help her get her motor running and it ginning just right, I guarantee you not only will she enjoy it, but she will make it pleasurable for you because she will want you to do that every time. Well, she may not produce the best coat, but she sure can run with it. <laughs> That's the truth. But anyway, I meant it as a good thing, and I guess some of our country slang, you know. <laughs> Man, look at that heifer. Golly. And you're talking about a real good-looking heifer, you know, because, see, they had a lot of cattle and sheep and horses and stuff like that. So they'd use terminology like that. I mean, they could say that around women, you know, without them getting all flustered and upset. And uh, uh, man, today you have to be careful what you say because there's people they got, um, they just got all kinds of wild ass ideas. Yep, and you got to be politically correct nowadays. 
Yeah. Uh, a lot of them's politically correct and all kinds of stuff. And man, they got a they got a fart turned sideways in their butt, just like a two by six three foot wide. <laughs> uh, I understand. If that blows, I'm getting out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. Had to kind of get up and move around a little bit. I can't just sit there like that as much as I having to kind of move around some because I'm I'm sitting here. I've been here about an hour, as the fella said, and I don't want to mess no program up. And uh, I got it going too good right now. And, no, uh, I was talking with uh, a friend of mine, uh, some people I know, and I said, you know, you know, you need to stop and smell the roses once in a while. And this female st- uh, stepped up and said, you are correct. If men stopped and smell the roses, there wouldn't be no war. Man, I'm I'm into that. I'll second that emotion thirty two and they don't even have one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew what she meant by that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> you know, in the tribes, that's why the grandmothers are the ones that uh, determined whether they went to war or not. Because the grandmothers that was their children, grandchildren, stuff like that. And they had enough maturity they done seen too many kills. And uh, there had to be another way around this situation, you know. Yes, sir. I I asked I asked a person. I said, you know why men give women roses? He says, no, I never thought about it. I thought it's just uh, one of those things that people do down through history. I said, no. Don't you know what the rose is a symbol of? Mm-hmm. He said, no. And I happened to tell him. He said, well, my God, I'm going to go get uh, his girlfriend, which was soon to be his wife, I guess. He said he's going to get her five dozen roses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I told him, I said, I said, there's a reason for everything under the sun if you really stop and think about it and you look into what the meaning of it really represents. You know, 26, um, you said heaven is between a woman's legs. Buddha stated that immortality begins in the vagina of a woman. I think, folks, we need to take and do a little more closer inspection here. (laughs) I'm telling you. Take a couple weeks vacation. Yeah, uh, but it's, it's really true. Um, you can take, um, I know, I know people that they have headaches, this is wrong, that's wrong, everything is terrible, and if you would take the time to assist that woman, um, go to where she needs to go, and find the enjoyment within herself, so that she has those full, uh, body orgasms, and, uh, she learns to open that Kundalini gate, and, have the vision quest open. Uh, let me tell you something. You're talking about a change in a woman. She will definitely change. And um, it's kind of like the story of Leah and Rachel. 
Um, he worked seven years to get Rachel, woke up with Leah. He had to work seven more to get her. And sometimes what uh, happens is if you look at that analogy, uh, that could be an individual woman or it could be several women, but nevertheless, um, you may find someone that you you really uh, are in love with or really like or whatever, and they may feel the same way about you. But uh, there's little things in your life because the little idiosyncrasies that all of us have, and uh, um, you may wake up the next morning and it not be exactly what the hell you thought you was getting, but uh, if you take that lemon, so to speak, it's in your eyes, and turn that into lemonade, you'll find out that that is a very uh, refreshing drink at the appropriate time. I agree, brother. <laughs> God, I don't know. I'd give it out. I, I, I'm sure it's on some of the uh, tapes that I have sent out. But I, I have, I have explained this uh, time and time again. I mean, I have read so many books and manuscripts. I mean, I just kind of quote the dang thing and tell them it's out there. They can go look for it. But uh, it uh, it's true. I mean, if you understood the mechanism of a man and a woman in caudal relationship, see, semen retention, there was a way to retain the semen and build up the electrical charge in the body, and you still had sex to do it. And um, uh, the women were taught it in China, and the men too, and the secret of immortality was taught to the emerald or the jade emperor. And the jade emperor is talking about the, the jade phallus, and it's how to take and manipulate and use the phallus, and it's the jade stem, and yet green is a symbol for healing. I mean, and if you begin to understand what they're talking about, God, they're telling you all kinds of unique secrets. Yes. Through all of that, yeah, thank that's you. a good idea, Gypsy. Go Google it. Now, I don't know about I don't use Google, but I know that uh, you can punch it in on uh, Yahoo, and they'll find shit for you too. I really think they all won now. They uh, actually all. Yeah, they do. I think this is what everybody's looking for, but they've been so schooled away from it. No one knows they anything. They had to make sex dirty. And then when they got to where they could make sex dirty, then they got to where they could license and tax it. And uh, it's like the fellow said, you know, I mean, um, uh, they so much being given away that a, 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 a working girl can't make a living anymore. Uh, not true, but nevertheless, I mean, you get my drift. I mean, see, and as long as the people that's in the know uh, get their cut, I know a place, uh, man, they got they got hookers all over the place. They got damn half-million-dollar uh, motorhomes sitting out in the parking lot at this one dance hall. And I think there's two or three of them out there. And uh, they got some hot gals in there. Man, they'll get up and dance on the table, you know, and not be having a stitch. I mean, they'd be commando Jane all the way. And... Uh, <laughs> you got uh, deputy sheriffs sitting around, and they're guarding over that uh, stable, 
And, um, I mean, listen, this, if you want drugs, it's got to be involved in law enforcement and the politicians. The higher you go, the more control you have. They can say what the crap they want. But if you really want to find the coke and heroin, opium trade and shit, you need to go look at the bushes. You want to find out where it is over in England? Go to the goddamn queen. And, um, I mean, uh, th- this is the program. Um, the, the company, CIA, I mean, they buy, sell, and trade in drugs and weapons and stuff. That, 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 that's cash on the barrel, man, in different countries. They had a, um, a major that was with the 101st, and they were walking through the field. I, man, it was amazing that somebody did not can his butt. But uh, they had a reporter ask. He said, man, look at all of the dang opium pills. He said, they're everywhere. He said, oh, we don't give a crap about that. He said, the only thing we want to figure out how to do is how to tax it. They can grow what the hell they want. And there's more opium being grown in Afghanistan right now than there was when we started. Oh, I agree with that. You got the men in black out there taking inventory. Tell you something, when he says he's a contractor, you better remember, that is a private army right there. Yes, sir. And if you look, they always say uh, when certain people come, when certain things happen, you always get those so-called men in black, and and everybody listens to them. I don't care who they are. Number 26, you said you was introduced by you years ago. And then you call me Gary. Okay, well, that's fine. Gary, Gary Ray, that's good. White Wolf is another one. Um, some of them call me asshole. Some of them call me son of a bitch. I mean, they, I've been called everything in the world. Uh, 26, is, uh, are you someone that I know, um, um, et cetera? Hmm. Yes. Well, anyway, I'm glad you're on the call. Gary. Yes. Just 26. This is the Rocco. Hey. Gotcha. I thought you'd pick me up a little bit because I was only repeating many things that you had said before and I have studied and going back into the ancients and even growing the thoughts and growing even more. You're going to have to speak into it a little clearer. I hear you, but it's muffled or garbled. Something's not quite right. You there? Come on. Rocco. Rocco, go ahead. You there, Rocco? I don't know can if we Can you hear me now? Yes, sir. Okay, you can hear me now. Yeah, I was, as I was telling Gary, I've been with about five or six years, and I was studying it before, And uh, but he opened my mind about some things that uh, 
I refuse to do, you know, and, and understanding life, especially the woman and the potential of what a woman is as far as a union that grows man into oneness, that we are all part of the whole, like the Kabbalah says, okay? So yeah. um, uh, uh, I understand that. Just in case you were questioning, you know, who I was, I I said I would come in and say who I was. I have... Uh, yeah, okay. Um, see, like you said... Excuse me. Excuse me. Um, see, when you say Kabbalah or Kabbalah, well, Allah is in reality a feminine root. It's a female, Allah, Allah, Ot, Allah, Ut. Okay, Ka is like the high spirit body. Bach would be like your subconscious moving body. And so when you're the Ka Bach of Allah, you're saying that um, you'll hear the Rasta say, he says, uh, and it is I over I and I. He's referring to the divine aspect that's over the, the conscious sub or superconscious mind. And so he's delineating that by saying it's I over I and I. He's uh, telling you that there's more than one aspect that he is referring to. And so uh, in the Kabbalah, uh, that's what we're really doing because the tree of life is nothing more than us and our spine and our chakras. Gary, I agree with you 100%. There is more than one aspect. And that's the reason why we have to use our spiritual energy thought and grow the thoughts to go higher and higher to those aspects. I don't know if I will ever find the end. Just like CERN in Switzerland is trying to find an answer, but a God thought. I don't know whether I ever will, okay? But I will keep evolving. See, they're trying to do in the physical electronics realm what we really can do in the spiritual mental realm. I believe. And uh, everything is to mimic what we are. And uh, see, once the human being, the light being, the light serpent being, because that's where the term human comes from, the light serpent man. See, we're that spiraling living energy. We're, in the literal uh, form, the pyramid, pyramid. We have the light serpent in the middle column of the spine. And so when we bring it up the tree, the male and female aspect, uh, the woman is fed of that high divine enlightened state, and she gives to her husband, who in reality is the one that introduced her to it to start with because he's a representative of the conscious mind. And so depending on whether it's an enlightened conscious mind or an unenlightened, we we might say uh, he's heavenly-minded, or we might say he is worldly or carnal-minded. Uh, and, and so we're referring to the two realms, one in matter and yet one in spirit, but spirit controls matter. Matter does not control spirit. But you, Gary, you know, you know, that's where I've got a question also. Because you said that man introduced it to woman, okay? Yeah, woman he has to. So no, but, but, go ahead. The, the serpent in the garden, it's a part that is activated within the body. 
See, like if you're looking for the Ark of the Covenant, whether you want to spell it A R K, then you're the bill, you're the box. If you spell it A R C, uh, the Light Ark, then you are that because you're called the Light of the World. Uh, the reason they can't find it is because they set their ass on it all the time. They just don't know how to trigger the smooth muscles and activate the gland, and men have it as well. And as it goes up, it begins to open the sevenfold cord, and that there is the seven seals that you find in Revelation. And as you activate them and you open the pineal, the pituitary gland, uh, link it to the corpus callosum and the activation of the hippocampus, delta fornix, the fornix, um, the, the tomb that Lazarus is buried in, because Lazarus is a term that means the power of a God is revealed. And so when Jesus says, roll back the stone, he's telling you to roll back the stone of limitation and allow the true power to come forth. Unbind it. In other words, stop binding the power of the Creator within yourself. And uh, then, then you go through the hippocampus, which is the seahorse. And so you go down to the sea and you venture out in boats or ships to ship a state to ship a thought. See, these are all states of mind that it's referring to. These people are just not used to looking at it from that perspective. But look at it from this perspective, and then give me give me some feedback on this. Before there was even male men, uh, the sperm, there was the amorphodite, which was basically considered, okay, the female that gave birth, birth, birth. Okay. Okay. So you're referring to the androgyny. See, the androgyny yes. is is the male, female, and the union. Once we separate those two, see, we've separated to the point that we're either dominant as male or we're dominant as female. But our other latent half is still there, and that there is a, a record that's in our DNA and genetic chromosome structure. And, um, and so uh, you're playing both parts. Uh, in one aspect, you're impregnating the thought into the deep sub or superconscious mind. In another realm, uh, you're the superconscious mind that you activated and opened the gate to bring back to the husband, uh, the man or the, the, the conscious mind, masculine in nature of action, that has impregnated that thought. And so, um, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we are a homorphodite uh, or an androgyny. Because the Creator is. We're made in the same exact mechanism and image. I understand. We'll, we'll talk later about this because that's a little uh, more that I wanted to talk about on that subject. But we'll talk about that at another time because it is getting late, okay? Okay. Well, I love you. And I, hey, I, 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 I uh, really do uh, enjoy the dialogue. And I hope so. people get something if I'm not giving anything but peace and love be with all of them, okay? Bless you, brother. Appreciate it. It was good questions, and uh, I hope the interaction uh, with us will uh, assist some of these others to think about it, because, uh, um, see, they're the judge of whether it's good or bad. If their conscience condemns them, they need to find out why. And uh, if it's not a sound reason, then remove that block and go on so that they can ascend and climb higher and higher up Jacob's ladder. Uh, and yet, uh, Jacob's ladder has got two side poles. That's your two sciatic nerves, uh, you know, the Eda and the Pingala, depending on, you know, where you're coming from, either side of the brain up there, all the way down to your, your heels. And uh, so, I mean, it's something to think about. Uh, uh, we are that ladder. Yes, I, I, I agree. I, I, I do believe the sciatic nerve is no more than the nature of man. 
Yes, it is. So that's the two olive branches that stood beside the God of all the earth. And the oil flowed through them. The oil is symbolic of the living spirit or energy. If it didn't flow down uh, through the brachial arches uh, on either side of the uh, spinal column and the sciatics, and see the spinal column is really uh, positive and negative, so it's male and female, and it's very characteristic of action. And, uh, I mean, anyway, you know, I mean, you know, we're thumping on the same drum. Okay, but hey, I'll leave you with one thought, as I said before. Heaven is between a woman's legs. Peace be with you. <laughs> and I'll second that emotion in 32. Hey, hon, come on over here and we'll force it if we can get it going. <laughs> Maybe five or six or two. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, we don't want to be greedy, but I mean, when it's good, it's good. You know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, dear yeah. mate, hey, man, hey, when you get good dear mate, I mean, you know, you've done something. <laughs> hey, uh, White Wolf? Yeah. Uh, seemingly, seemingly the energy is pretty good here on this call. I was kind of wondering if uh, maybe perhaps we could run some energy on Leah and her neck. She uh yeah. been having some pains in there. She had a car accident years back. I think she might have talked to you about before. Hell, we might even run energy on her before. But it is bothering her. I know she'd appreciate okay, it. Uh, and I she's would. not on the call, is she? Yeah, she's on the call. I think she's downstairs. Yeah, I'm just up in the attic in the, where the, where the smoke room here. So. Okay, well, let's uh, let's take and just focus on Lilu, Leah and um, visualize her neck. Pull your energy up. Before you send energy, pull it up. Take your breath or two. And by that conscious thought, you're entangling with the power so that you can direct it and move it on your part and your direction for her benefit and her good. Visualize her neck. Sure. Work around her head and neck. Connect all the way to the floor. Sure. Now come back up. Sure. Shy up the spine. Back up the shoulders. Back up the neck. Head neck. Hey. Hey. Shy. Jerry.
And if you will manipulate the atlas bone by massage and get it to relax and then gradually pull down the spine, once the atlas bone lines up, then C2, 3, 4, right on down, they'll all line up and fall in place right down to the sacrococcygeal area. And uh, pull at the hip um, and just gently pull down. And uh, that should relieve the pressure out of the spine, out of the neck. And, yeah. uh, uh, what the heck? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Everyone gets paid. Okay, I'm blocking out. Okay, there's my Lulu girl. Yes, everything's cool. I'm into that. I like her. Thanks, brother and folks use out a, there. Use, I appreciate a, use a little coconut oil. Um, if you take a coconut oil, you can um, just get a small 12 to 15-ounce or 16-ounce bottle, maybe look like a little Coke bottle. We, um, I bought uh, coconut oil from, say, Pakistan or, um, or Indian groceries, and, and um, I'll cook with it, you know, and then I'll fill it up uh, with fresh, raw, organic, uh, cold-pressed uh, coconut oil, smells like coconut, tastes like coconut. Uh, you put that in there, and uh, let's say like it's varicose veins. You might put uh, 15 to 30 drops in a, uh, let's say, 12 to 16-ounce bottle, and uh, that there helps the vascular system, you know, for varicose veins. But you might want to take and use... Uh, Oh, hell, what's the name of that stuff? I got that one oil I used. Damn it, where is it? Um, that's peppermint. That would work. That would help, but uh, that's not the one. Um, oh, man, I use it in the bees. I, I put it in my dadgum. Uh, um, let me go to my bee box and see Green. You can take uh, that coconut oil and put, uh, I'd, I'd start at 15 drops of wintergreen and maybe go up to 30 once you've tried it. You don't want to make it too hot, but what will happen, that uh, will take and help open up uh, the spine and relax the muscles. Uh, if you get close to membranes, you need to be careful because that can kind of um, put a skyrocket in somebody's butt, you know, if you get the wrong thing. Lemongrass oil could work. Um, it could help. Uh, but I think the winter grain uh, would probably give you more relief uh, because it's naturally going to warm and extend uh, the muscles. Um, there's others that you can use, but you can get a real good uh, pure essential oil of winter grain. And um, I got a place I buy in bulk, and uh, including uh, uh, God, I get all kinds of stuff. I've got um, 
frankincense of different orders and lemongrass and um, I've got spikenard and I mean I, we've, we've got all kinds of stuff around here. Tea tree if you put it in uh, combats infection and things of that nature and if there happens to be a pimple or um, they got a little spot that they want to get rid of if it's got a few drops of tea tree in it. Uh, see, they used to take a 55-gallon barrel of cutting oil, which was really rapeseed. You call it canola today. And uh, it was never intended to be used as a dietary oil. It was uh, designed for machine tooling equipment. And they would take and put in, uh, say, 15, 20, 30 drops max of uh, tea tree oil, pure melaleuca, in uh, that 55-gallon barrel. And uh, when they would do the, the, the filings and uh, tool bad work, um, and uh, if it cut their fingers, which a lot of times they do due to all the metal, the tea tree oil would keep it from uh, having festures and things of that nature so that they wouldn't have uh, pus and stiff or sore hands. But um, the wintergreen, I think, would help you. Go ahead, Lulu. I sure as hell have. You can transfer it. Um, a woman can build up from it. Um, this is why I always tell you, male to male, man, you can mess up the damn program. Male to female and female to female, it won't mess up the program. And the reason is that male semen has a vibratory response, and it is an additive and it will trigger and change a frequency in someone's body. And um, see, there were certain things that were done that um, uh, people either don't know or they have bastardized it. Um, uh, and, and so when you see these people in Hollywood, what they're doing is taking a really good thing, but they're turning it into all kinds of crap. And um, they're making something that is good, uh, become bad or looked down upon by the very nature. Or they're teaching people how to misuse it so that they don't gain the real strength of it. Uh, does that make sense to you, honey? Yes, uh, and there is a crystalline structure because, see, we all, everything about us is a crystal in some form, and it has a frequency to it. See, like uh, when we do the ion cleanse, we uh, put salt water and distilled water, and uh, it's just, you know, clear water. And um, And when you put your feet in, it begins to create an electrical field that interacts and through the osmotic action of the feet and the skin, it pulls out the uh, the body rest uh, and different things, clots and stuff like that. Well, when you uh, implant semen, you know, and specifically where um, you want to stop it, it's kind of like Catherine. You could get rid of the damn morning sickness. All she needs to do is drink a little semen uh, from Will on a regular basis, and that shit would disappear. But, see, they're not going to tell them people that. And um, so, I mean, uh, you know, there's all kinds of things you can do if you know what you're doing. 
Yeah, you need to know where in the hell your juice is coming from, that's for sure. Yeah, a lot of people drink it from a dirty well. See, there's 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 ways that things are done. Um, some cases uh, it tells you right off the bat, wash that you die not. Um, yeah, in a sense, uh, and um, that frequency shift. Um, I had a lady that had really bad stretch marks and stuff, and so I I explained to her about the squirt mechanism. And to take um, all of the uh, the juice and don't throw it away, rub it on areas that were stretched, um, just not in the eyes or you know like that, and um, and put it where you wanted and um, and that uh, if you'd leave it on 30 to 40 minutes till it dried and then take a shower, I said what will happen is the nutrients will go through uh, the skin. And it will cause the tissue to rebuild. And uh, first, you know, she said, oh, that can't be. I said, I'm just telling you it'll work. I said, you can do it or you can not do it. It doesn't make any difference. It's your body. And um, so this lady, uh, she did what I told her. And about two weeks, uh, going on three weeks down the road, she called me. And she says, God, have mercy. She said, man, what else do I do? She said, you should see my skin. It is, It is just totally rejuvenated. And, um, see, I mean, uh, people are throwing away things uh, because they don't understand how to use them. And um, it, there's a movie out, they call it The Bulletproof Monk. Uh, Bulletproof Monk. And in one of the deals, he explained that he made it. He made healing balm for people to put on the skin to heal the body. And then he said, I make it from my own urine. And, uh, you know, if you weren't listening or you didn't know anything about Chinese medicine and things of that nature or the sacred art of rejuvenation, you'd miss it. Well, I'm here to tell you. I know who your partner is, and I'll say one thing. Honey, would you believe in and thinking like you do? And as good-looking as you are, man, he better, even if he ain't a, a Catholic, he needs to light a candle and do a, a few hail whatevers every day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, hey, that's up to you. All you got to do, I believe he does too, all you got to do is uh, forgive yourself in those little areas and just start seeing yourself victorious, overcoming. Give yourself permission uh, to forgive yourself. Give yourself permission to love yourself. Give yourself permission to be healthy, wealthy, and wise. Uh, and uh, those things will start happening because they're going to operate on the basis of what you think. Yeah, Paul said all things are lawful, but not expedient. 
Yeah, I mean, there's some things you kind of have. That's why I said uh, I don't teach everything about volume five, and I I don't even know how in the hell to start on six and seven because of the fact um, um, you start telling people openly about some of these things. Uh, man, let me tell you something. Some people just go absolutely bonkers. And uh, you can create, uh, you can take your pearls of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, and when you cast it out, meaning good, uh, there's some out there that are swine mentally. I mean, they're just a pure hog in a pigsty, and uh, they'll turn about and rend and run over and throw the pearls away and desecrate them because they, just, they do not have a place or space in them to uh, allow themselves to be healed and to be prospered. Um, yes, 26, uh, um, you could, um, in the case of a holy priestess, um, let's say that she, uh, has knowledge of how to rejuvenate. She might take the semen from two, three, four, five, or even six men. And, um... She does the ingestation mechanism. That's where your Brandy uh, Alexander-type uh, drinks came in from. And they would use that to rejuvenate and uh, the life energy from the different uh, DNA energies. I mean, um, usually it would be someone that's younger so that uh, uh, they would have a stronger and a more powerful charge. And uh, then uh, the woman, when she... Uh, is with another man, she can share, and that energy will share back over. But, um, I mean, uh, there is a mechanism that's there uh, of how to pass and process and uh, enlighten that information. See, there's certain teachings that uh, it's called semen therapy, and they can cure and heal basically any disease by the use of, uh, of uh, semen. And if you stop and you think about it, they're all looking for neonatal cells and... Um, 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 foundation building block sales, you know, to cause things to happen. You cannot get a closer foundational building block than semen and or the squirt from a woman. I mean, it's all right there. Yep. And it goes back to when from creation, right? Yes. I mean, um, uh, Yes, Lee Lou, that would work real well. Um, uh, just get him to think in a certain way, and uh, um, the two of you heal and work on each other, and uh, you can amplify your power. Uh, there's other things that you can do, but uh, that's probably not conducive to your situation. Um, although I have asked you a certain question, and I made a statement before, but I will not reiterate that statement here. Uh, but there is a mechanism that uh, I, I know in the past that uh, you probably entertained those ideas. Now, whether and what you do with them, uh, I'm not sure, you know, if you would continue that due to the fact that Little Bird and so forth, you know. But that's up to you, honey. Well, Metatruth put uh, sacredseamen.com on there. And uh, so that there will give you an idea or two. 
I've got a few nice questions here tonight. Some of these people starting to use that and learning their positive states of mind, thought, ideas. Uh, um, I took one woman that was um, had a really bad stroke, a hemorrhagic stroke, and uh, was paralyzed in the right side, arm, hand, etc., leg. And, uh, hell, when I first started working with her, uh, it was all I could do to understand uh, what she was saying. And she could only get out about three words at a time, uh, just terrible lisp and uh, stutter. And um, finally, uh, it shocked her when I first told her what to do. And, uh, you know, she, you know, decent woman, good wife and so forth. It's just that she had never heard anything like that. And um, so um, I mentally assisted her uh, with the energy exchange. And pretty soon she realized what I was talking about and started practicing it. And it was not long before she totally reversed the stroke, all paralysis, and uh, could talk and speak. And good-looking woman, too, man. I mean, to tell you. And um, I explained to her what was going to happen because of her daughters. And, uh, oh, no, they're so young. I said, ma'am, you better stop and think about how old those girls are. I said, because you're going to deal with this. And sure as hell, within 30, 45 days, she was dealing with it. And, uh, but, uh, you know, I mean, you can help people do a lot of things. Um, yeah, I got you, honey. I mean, everybody uh, everybody comes and goes. It's, it's like the tides. Uh, it, it waxes and it wanes. Even the moon waxes and wanes. Uh, the seasons, they wax and they wane in their various aspects. So, I mean, that that's a reasonable thing, buddy. <laughs> Spring into it and fall back in it. Okay, I got you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, Solomon's getting ready. He's going into his long home now. Saul Oman, the light of the minds. And you can activate that light within the minds. Yes. It's a great thing seeing the the people, you know, coming front and center and the knowledge. And, you know, they're not just hearing it, but they're, you know, they're a doer of it. Yeah, and uh, as they began to talk about it, see, they they gain more confidence, confidence and more power when they talk about it. Because yes. what they're doing is they're reinforcing and informing that go-to in the program. See, they're activating the go spell, the gospel or the good news of, of freedom. They're coming out of the cave where they have been bound by the devil, so to speak, the false and erroneous teachings of man and his bullshit doctrines. And uh, when you come out of that and you start overcoming, see, uh, great liberty has he given unto us. I mean, I yes. tell everybody everything I can do, but, I mean, uh, you know, when you ain't around, I mean, I may act one way to try to keep from blowing your little darling mind up. But, um, I can understand that, sir. Because some people are not at that point where they can receive it, where others, you know, they can't just be static. They they have to be in constant movement. 
and uh, oh, I apply agree with spell. I, I agree with you, Jim. Uh, there's people that I would love to help them and love to tell them, but I can't tell them because, damn it, if I do, it will destroy them because of the way the basis of their belief structure. They're good, decent people. It's just that uh, uh, they, they ain't got it all put together yet, you know? Yes, sir, I agree. Okay, are you charging, damn it? Yeah. yeah, okay. I was wondering, man, I was getting down to where I was at, at that last bar, and I run it down to where it didn't have nothing there. I'm almost at 9 o'clock anyway, but... Uh, I was I telling people you, what they're going to do, do with all their might, you know. I've been dreaming of particular animals at the perfect time. They are messengers confirming my intuitions. I would love to make more time for meditating and dreaming. Uh, yeah, see, I have spirit birds and uh, spirit animals, too. And uh, people, you know, they don't understand what that means. It's kind of like, uh, okay, my, one of my spirit birds is a uh, um, is the peregrine falcon. And yet uh, I'm associated heavily with... Uh, falcons and hawks of all types because of the same family and uh, especially the red tail because of uh, the area of where we are and if I'm over at the Sabine uh, then the fish hawk is in there and uh, you call that the osprey and, and uh, different ones are the sparrow hawk and uh, it means a quick uh, state of mind an enlightened state of thought to be able to see or um, you might have the bear, uh, uh, the power of the bear. You can swing. Uh, another person may have the wolf, uh, uh, and uh, that's also one of my spirit birds. And uh, like I'm the white wolf, but I have a spirit uh, animal that's called, that's the black wolf. And uh, it allows me to operate in different realms or ranges of thought. It helps me or assists me to focus my concentration or to entangle my mind with those various aspects. Does that make sense, Lila? <laughs> you could be walking around. Um, while I'm going down the road, I might see certain hawks. Let's sit on toast. OCO, hello, brother. Hello, sister. The heavier-looking bird is female. The slimmer one's going to be the male. If it's a hawk. We had uh, we had Misty, a, uh, okay, swans, yep. Uh, see, we have uh, Chinese geese, which are very similar to a, a swan, due to the the you know the bump on the head like the the swan, and then we have um the um oh the ending the white ending and uh but anyway uh um with these different situations uh different things will arise for you, but um I acknowledge them, but when misty the uh Shawnee's mare that I bought for her was a sorrow blaze face. Man, I mean, that was the best mare in the world. We could not have had a better mare to raise Shawnee up and introduce her to riding. And uh, when uh, 
I could be outside and be feeding Misty sweet feed. And if Shawnee come out of the house, she would leave that sweet feed and go straight to her. And if Shawnee was sick, that mare would come walk up on the porch because we let her have free reign. She could go anywhere. She would climb or walk up the steps on the porch and walk up and she would look in the, the glass on the door looking to see if she could find Shawnee. If somebody was coming up and she didn't know him and she was there, she would turn around and put her butt to the door and her face out. And nobody could come in or go out until Misty moved. But when Misty finally got to where she passed, um, and she was the medicine pony. I mean, she was really a medicine mare. Best nature thing you ever seen. And uh, Shawnee had been introduced to the owl feather and the uh, spirit birds and so forth. And uh, they knew that she was uh, a shaman's daughter, and so they treated her as such. But when she passed, I have never seen it before or since. But we had crows come in waves. I mean... Thousands of them. I have no idea. The sky was just black with them. And they were all flying in from the southwest. And they would circle over that mare. And they circled there for I don't know how long. They was doing it for like two hours that afternoon. And then when they finally got to where they were tired, they would fly uh, and they would go to the northeast. And... um, until Misty passed. And, uh, man, that's as much of a verification as anything you ever seen. But I have never seen a, a, a flow of crows do that or in that uh, amount set to that time. It was really a beautiful experience, and especially for Misty and for Shawnee. That's something, brother. Brother, let me tell you something. We've had some unique experiences. That's like my stagging Ash Caido. He's got that right glass eye. And um, most beautiful animal you ever seen. He turned and he'll put that white eye on you. <laughs> Man, it freaks them people out. But he is as intelligent. He's short-coupled. I mean, uh, blaze-faced, beautiful copper sorrel. And he's a natural jumper. And then we bred him to Akira, uh, Shawnee's new mare, to replace Misty. And uh, that ain't going to happen. But uh, uh, she's a good mare. She just uh, she just not Misty. I'm just telling you. But she has thrown the two most beautiful fillies you have ever seen. One of them is Moon Dancer, and we just bred her back uh, about two months back to Ash Kaido, her daddy. And uh, she's got a younger sister coming up that looks almost identical to her, uh, and we call her Ashika. And um, she's identical color to to Moon Dancer, Um, got that same twisty little dancing step all over the place, beautiful blaze face stockings. Um, And uh, she's got the same color coat that... uh, uh, Moon Dancer's got, she's darker like uh, Ash, not quite as dark as he is, 
uh, and uh, Akira is lighter. But um, I am telling you, this is a unique place for some of these animals. Well, that's the great thing. I mean, as you can see, they're walking on hallowed ground. Uh, Lulu, yeah. Uh, Lulu, um, what you can do is this, is go into your meditative state. And once you've counted down, you're at your deep level. Um, Ask the mind to bring forth either a spirit animal or an assistant, male or female, that can assist you and direct you and instruct you in whatever you require to help you overcome, to see, to do a thing, or to give you an answer or instructions for a thing. It'll always be good because it will suggest. If there is some thought or idea that comes forth and starts demanding, you tell it to leave. That's not of the feminine form. That is a masculine form that is endeavoring to uh, take over or control. But you have the ability to control it. And um, so um, hopefully that will give you some assistance. Yeah, okay. Thank you. All righty, Jim. It's 8.59. I'm going to pop the cap on my end. And... Uh, I love you fine folks. I'm, uh, I hope that you've learned something new here. Um, I'm not sure who Donald's son is. We're glad to have you. Um, hey, I'm into that, number 30. Hey, thanks a lot. I'm glad to be listening. to a very inspirational uh, message, and uh, I'm just typing along here. I'm, a, I'm kind of a self-practicing law student, uh, learning, really, not practicing, but... I'm learning. And the spiritual enlightenment has actually helped me to see quite a bit of what the legal system is uh, made made of. Well, like I said, we're glad to have you. And uh, I mean, we are somewhat different, but the thing of it is, is we all have a divine mind. Yeah. It's just most of us may or may not know that we do and have various degrees of being able to enter in, connect with it, use it, apply it, etc. And that's the purpose. I mean, we want to empower and teach people. And uh, I thank you. Jim. Okay, y'all gonna... Jim. Somebody else. Before Gary leaves. Jim. Yeah, go ahead. Well, Jim, if you're not on, I'm going to do it myself. Jerry, your leg is bothering you, been bothering you, and it's time for us collectively to put some energy on that leg. Okay? Well, I'll take all, I'll take all the energy I can get off it, Rocco. Uh, but, uh, hey, don't worry about it, okay? I oh, I ain't Jim. worried about it. I'm not worried about it. Every time my leg or something messes up, I know that I'm on a shaman's boat ride. I'm in a learning experience. And well, hell, that just means I'm going to come out on the other side kicking ass and taking names because I'm going to learn more then and know more then than I do right now. It's just I'm in the process of growth. I'm like a watermelon man. It's on a 120-day cycle. Well, I'm giving you more. But if Jim, Jim is not there, but hey, I'm asking everybody to call. I'm right here. 
raise their energy, okay? Raise their energy on your leg. Harry has had problems with his leg for a lot, a long time. Yes, product of Vietnam. Take your left hand. Your Hey, forget your right hand. You don't have a right hand at this time. And remove all of the negative, all of the negative nature, all of the negative thoughts, all of the negative things that have, are in his leg and reject them and throw them away. Throw them away at least three times, up to seven. Throw them away. Throw them away. Now take your right hand. And your two fingers together with your thumb. Raise your energy. Think from your feet, okay, to your knees, to the base of your spine, to your neck, to your mind, to the chakras in the heart. And say, and heal. Hallelujah. I show you my
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.